Welcome to the Amy Williams Show. I am your host, Amy Williams, and this is season two. I'm so excited. And here I'm all about motivating and encouraging strong Christian businesswomen. I want you to know that whatever you may be facing in your life, you're not alone. Successes and failures are shared here, and not just by me, but by incredible guest speakers as well. So glad you found this podcast. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and today's special featured guest is Jeanette Peterson. She is my new favorite person, and I'm so excited to introduce everyone to her. She is a military veteran of 11 years who left government contracting as a network security engineer to teach female entrepreneurs systems and strategies to scale their business. Jeanette specializes in the behind the scenes tech for course creation and launching. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Amy. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited that like we're, you know, we've done these calls so many times and now we're like finally recording something for everybody else to get in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I, first of all, I know you, but let's introduce you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So like you said, I was in the military for 11 years and then I got pregnant with my first and then I got out. So I started doing government contracting, doing the same thing I was doing while I was in, which is network security engineering. Big fancy words for stops hackers from getting into government systems. So that was fun, really boring. And then I discovered my love of entrepreneurship. So me and my husband decided to create a business and we started doing financial coaching to begin with. And then I learned how to make a course because we're going to sell a course for our community, which is the military veterans and family members. So I realized that I really still love doing the tech part. I don't necessarily like doing the government contracting work, but I love helping other females with the tech. That's a part that they don't understand because they're just in their zone of genius, right? So they're in their zone of genius of whatever it is. Like you is podcasting. You're so into that. And I love that. But the tech st- stuff might not be so easy for you. And no, that's where not. I come in because because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I come in. I love like the background puzzles, like just trying to figure all the things out, making things work, making it look beautiful on the outside to anybody else. And, you know, just having it all go great on the inside. That's my jam. I love it. I love, I love that. That's your jam. Cause that's not my jam. And I can admit <laughs> that, like, like you said, there's, everyone has a zone of genius. So it's like, when you're trying to do all of the things, which I say all the time, um, either one, you're going to do not do them well, or right. two, you're going to get overwhelmed and then shut down, which I'm guilty of both. Right. I've, I've, everyone's seen me shut down season one stopped on a <laughs> random day, you know, um, but I was trying to do all the things all the time. And it just, I'm like, you know, I can spend hours trying to figure out how to do the X, Y, Z, like video editing. I'm not a video editor. That's right. No, thanks. Pass. Yeah. Pass. I will not cook you no. dinner unless it's like a grilled cheese or some scrambled eggs. That is not me. <laughs> if it's in a box. Cool. I got you. If it's DoorDash, I can DoorDash like a crazy lady. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so funny. All right. So how old is your daughter now? 
So I've got one daughter. She's three and a half, almost four. And then I've got a new, well, she's not really newborn now. She's 14 months old. So I've got two daughters. You have two. Yeah. I was thinking you had one. You have two. Two. Yeah. Two littles. They're That's crazy. Exciting. It's so busy, isn't it? So, all right. I have a bunch of questions for you. I uh, Let's just dive right in. Let's go. Um, let's go. So wait, you are in Las Vegas. Yeah. You, so, you didn't say that. Yeah. The military moved us to Las Vegas and who knows where we'll be next. We came from Virginia before that all over the world. So, Where did you grow up though? I grew up in Marietta, Georgia. I lived there my entire life until I joined the military. So I was 21, same house, same everything, never moved. And then I went from that to moving like every two years. Yeah, at least. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay. So starting right off the bat, let's, let's talk about um, what it's been like since you've left the military and what you're doing now like how do you shift from what you were doing with your husband with the financial stuff into where you're at now so when i first left the military it was kind of not expected i was it's called an meb which is a medical evaluation board so they medically evaluated me i had some hip issues i had surgery on my hip and they decided that my hip wasn't getting better fast enough for them so it was time for me to go so they they didn't quote unquote, kick me out, but they kind of like, let me go kind of a deal. Hmm. So I had been in for 11 years. I was planning on going for the long haul. So it was kind of like a, like, who am I now without the military? I've been doing this since I became an adult really. And I have no idea what I'm supposed to do next, which is why I went back into government contracting because it was literally going into the same type of office I had been in, just not in a uniform anymore, doing the same types of things. And I slowly realized that that is not what I love to do. You know, like I was doing it because that's what I knew, but that's not where I was needed to grow into. I felt like God had a different plan for me because that's not what, like he wanted me to have those experiences, but that's not it. That wasn't it. So I was like, okay, I feel like God is really calling me to some kind of business world, doing something for myself. Like I felt like the next job I have, I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to work for God, whatever that, whatever that is. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try real estate. Took the real estate license test, did it, passed it, got out there, sucked at it. I was like, this is not right. This is not it. This is not my thing. Went back to government contracting because I was like, all right, I failed at that. I can just go back. I can pivot back to what I was doing. Did that for a little while. And then I was like, this is really not it. So I planned on quitting and going into something else. And at that point we had started our financial coaching business. We ourselves got out of $106,000 in debt. And like, uh, I forgot, I forgot the dates. It's like almost two years, two and a half years. So we like really like Dave Ramsey it up. We were very passionate about getting out of debt, very passionate about not using credit cards and like paying off our cars and all this other stuff. And so we were like, I want everybody else to feel this, feel this. This is like so great to not know, to know that I don't have to have a job to pay for something that I have. Like something's not gonna get taken away from me. I have this job because I want to try and like further our family in a way, because we didn't have that before. It was not, our mindset was different. So we had to use that mindset, mindset shift. 
So then we were like, all right, cool, we're gonna do this. And God told Austin that it was supposed to be a free course. And then we got into all this other stuff and then it turned into not a free course. So then we were like, all right, so we're going down this journey. And again, I felt this feeling of God is saying, you're almost in the right spot. You're not there. This is not where you need to be with your husband. This is not, this is not it. You guys are doing great things. You guys are helping people. We created a great community, but it was not something that was totally in alignment with how I felt God wanted me to be. So then I was like, all right, God. And I was just kept hearing these voices of God saying, you were created how I wanted you to be. You are exactly who I want you to be. Stop trying to be something different than what I created you to be. Be you. Stop being, you You really are, you are okay at budgets and you are okay with liking budgets, but that is not who you are. That is not your purpose. That's not why I made you. Go back to doing what you like and what you are good at. So I had to like really take like time to figure out who I was without the military, who I was on my own in business, who I was without having all these extra things. I always felt like my worth was made based on how much money I made or how much value I brought to the family or something like that. And I finally realized that that wasn't it. I am, I am a war sword for God. Like I just found this Bible verse and um, I was talking to this other girl the other day and she said that God has several names as we all know. And um, one of them is Yahweh Nisi. And Yahweh Nisi is basically find a banner, right? And so like my new banner for life is Jeremiah 5120. You are my battle axe and sword, says the Lord. With you, I will shatter nations and destroy many kingdoms. And so for me, that means I was put on the earth for a reason to do God's good work. So whatever I do has to be in alignment with what God wants me to do and not what I want to do on my own. So long story short to say, now I feel like all the things that God has taught me and all the people that I've been surrounded by and have been pouring into me have been because God wants me to do a good thing for his, for his world, right? In the way that he made me to be. So now I'm using my talents that I know I'm good at, that I know that God gave me to do things for female entrepreneurs, God-loving people, so that way they can build their business because I know that I am meant to spread his word. You know what I'm saying? Like I have been put on the search for that. So that's a long version of how I got here. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to start preaching today. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to. I didn't know. This is why you're one of my new favorite people. (laughs) Talking about being in alignment with God and listening to God and just knowing like you're made for more. Like this, you're close. You're so close, but not quite. Come on, come on, come on. Like I was like, no. I can so relate to that, and I know there's so many other people that are like. Oh, well, maybe that's why these puzzle pieces aren't fitting together because I'm trying to force something that God's not telling me to do. Yes. God's (laughs) not telling me to be a video editor. Amy, that's not your jam. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think like, okay. So you said it's Jeremiah. Uh, Hold on. What was it? Jeremiah. uh, See, when you said Jeremiah, I thought you were instantly going to go to uh, 2911, before I know the plans I have for you. 5120. My my life verse is the Jeremiah 2911, but I feel like that's a lot of people's life verse. 
Yeah. I might have to update it. <laughs> I did a new one, a little like the, the battle, like rah. Yeah. yeah. I'm here to battle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so, I was in the military. That makes sense. I, you know, I'm ready for battle. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Sounds like a valley girl. Oh, that's funny. I absolutely, I I love what you're saying. I want you to keep going. I want you to go more into the part where like you're in alignment with God. So now you you were close. Now you're in alignment. You feel like you're in alignment. A hundred percent. Now okay. I feel like I am like doing the things that He's made me for. Like it's like it's totally different. Like I feel good. Like. I've met these like power partners like you. And I feel like very good with like, yes, these are the people I'm supposed to be meeting. These are the people that I'm supposed to be doing things with. Before it didn't really feel like that. Before it was like, you know, this is like, I'm forcing this. Like you said, like those puzzle pieces that were not going together well, which is funny you mentioned puzzle pieces because I'm obsessed with jigsaw puzzles. Side note. I know you are. Like insane. (laughs) Girl, your story the other day. I like, I love puzzles. I, I do. I love puzzles, but your level of puzzles goes to an extremely different level. I, like I have meetings all day. And like I said, I don't cook, but like I am around for dinner time and like I entertain the kids. Then when they go to bed is when I do puzzles. I do like a jigsaw puzzle, like one, 1000 piece jigsaw puzzle in like two days, which is like two or three hours at night. It's insane. I have a problem. I'm going to send you a puzzle that I was unable to finish. I was so frustrated and mad at it that I put it back in the box, which is something I never do. But I was like, nope, this one's just not, it's not happening. I can't get it. I don't know if it was missing pieces because I got it from a friend. I'm like this. I just. I'm done with this one. Like puzzles are supposed like for me, I love puzzles because they like they're therapeutic. They relax yes. like that. Oh, I completed something feeling. And so I was super excited because I love puzzles and I'm usually really fast at them too. Uh, that one, I'm like, puzzles aren't supposed to be stressful. Puzzles aren't, this is not, I have enough stress. I don't need to add that. So I got rid of that puzzle. I was like, put it in the trash. I was like, nope, nope. But I have other, I have a couple other ones. I'm going to have to send you one. Okay. It'll be my gift to you. I love it. Wow. <laughs> uh, I gave my, my grandma gets a puzzle every year for Christmas from me. And so this year it was different. This is totally off topic, but it's okay. This year, because of COVID, I couldn't like part of the gift is because then I come over and do the puzzle with her. So it's more a gift of time than it is the puzzle. Cause it's, a, yeah. 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 Uh, so this year I bought her and I the same one so that we could do them together, but Aww. separate. That's cute. It's not. I want to go to her house. I haven't been to her house. Like I visit outside, but yeah, it it was the idea, right? The thought. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a cute thought. I so it. in alignment, we'll get back on, we'll, we'll stop talking about puzzles because I feel like we could go there for a while, uh, <laughs> especially with your love of puzzles. <laughs> I don't know how many puzzles that was in that tub. I was like, whoa. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I mean, of all the things that you could be like addicted to, like I think hey, puzzles it's not is crack. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, ah. okay. So here we go. You're in alignment with God. You know what you're doing. So tell me, I want to learn more about course creation and launching. And there's got to be some misconceptions that are floating that bug you. So what are they? 
The biggest misconception that I see that's really bugging me is that you have to sell your course for a lot of money or that you have to launch it live or that you have to do it a certain way. There is no right way to do a course in my mind. You can do it however you want. You don't have to have a million people on your list. That's another thing. You don't even have to have a list. You just have to have people that you know are interested in something. So like for you, we're gonna take you for an example. You can sell a course on, it could be a little mini course. It could be like how to title your podcast. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know how to do that or what a good podcast title would be. So you just teach them, all right, you wanna do it on this, cool. You need to research these places. This is how you need to look for if this would be a good title. You see these other photos. Okay, this you need to make your album art look like this. So that would be like a great mini course introduction into, all right, this is the Amy Milliam Show podcast, international podcast superstars. And this is your coaching session with Amy. But first you have to go through my masterclass of how to name and like set up your first podcast. And then you go into all the extra steps of like, you know, what to do content and like how to record and edit and all this other stuff. But I think the very first step is you can make a mini course on literally anything, literally anything. You can do that. And the very first step in my mind is getting a funnel set up. We're going to talk funnels a little bit. Getting a funnel set up. So that way people, one, can see you. So it's like a visibility first. Get people seeing you wherever you are. Show up there all the time. If you're on Instagram, if you're trying to grow your Instagram three times a day, minimum with 28 hashtags related to your niche, your industry, and the actual topic of the, the, of the post. Uh, three times a day on Instagram. Got three, if you're trying to grow, yes. Three times a day if you're trying to grow. That's anywhere, right? Stories, feed, reels. It's mm, feed specifically. Like, okay. And then another thing you could do to grow or, okay, or you could do two times in your feed and one reel a day. You do one reel a day, your Instagram will grow phenomenally with the 28 tags. You can only do 30, but if you do 28, it's like a good, like almost there just in case like somebody tags something. It's, it's just... It's makes it easier. So 28 times, 28 hashtags rather. And then show up in your stories. People only see your stories if they're following you for one, pretty much. Nobody ever looks at stories otherwise or can see them. They don't show up. And then if they also engage with you. So another thing to do to get your engagement up is to comment on everybody's stuff that you see in your, in your thing. Or just reach out to them. Say yeah. hi. Okay, so, so you said step one is the funnel. Step yeah. two is step to one show is reach up. in your funnel. Yeah. So show up. Find out where you want to be. If you're in a Facebook group, go live there every day. I don't care what it is. Whatever you are to grow. This is growth. I'm getting mad at you. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> And two is find out what that mini offer is going to be or the freebie offer. What is going to get them to come to you for something for free? And in exchange for that free thing, you want their email address so you can grow your list. Yep. That's the second thing. So if it's like a flyer or something or whatever, a mini worksheet, I don't care what it is, something free. And then the next step in the funnel is something big paid. 
not necessarily big. It can be like, all right, I want to make a course, right? Mm-hmm. But right now I only have time to create this $27 offer. So I'm just going to sell the $27 offer while I'm making my big course in the background. So mm-hmm. I have a little bit of income coming in. So that way people are getting something for free. And you can do it part of the funnel as, um, they call it a, what is the word? Like a, an up offer. That's not upsell, tripwire. Upsell. Yes. There we go. Words are hard for me for some reason. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> but yes. Yes. So when they're checking out of like, all right, I got your free, free worksheet. Cool. You can also upsell to this $27 mini course on exactly how to do research on how to find your best title for your podcast and album art, $27. I would pay for that because I don't know anything about that. Oh, girl, you can be paying for a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I feel like before meeting you, there was like all these things that I was watching and trying to learn on the course creation part. And there's the difference between the evergreen and the live launch. Yeah. And I had never seen evergreen done. I've only ever seen the live launch. And so the only things I've ever done, um, before COVID was the, the, uh, free three day content mapping thing that I did in my Facebook group. And that was, that was super fun. It was great. And I'll probably do that one again. Cause it was really good and we've got new people. So we we'll probably have to do that one again, but I had never thought of evergreen. I had never thought of something that could sell 24 seven. Right. And I was like, ah, that's genius. (laughs) I don't have to like do that up, down, up, down. Okay. Now I got to do the, the live three day thing. I've seen, I've participated in so many free three day, five day, whatever challenges and tried to win all the giveaways. And like, I am so guilty. I, I get so sucked into those things, but with that, I've also met some really cool people and I've learned a lot. And a part of it is like, I'm just curious how, so if I see an ad, I'm like, Ooh, I just want to see what your, your sequence is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you my email. It's my yeah. junk email anyway, and <laughs> send them. I just want to see what they're doing. I just want to see what their story is and what the, how they're selling. Like I've taken notes on how many slides they've used in their presentation. Yep. I'm like, because for me, that's the research that I'm doing to figure out what's going to be best for what I can offer. Right. What's frustrating and stressful is the, is how many different options there are, whether it's, and, and same thing with podcasting, like there's, there's over like 30 different hosting platforms that you could choose from. So yeah. how do you know which host to choose, you know, and, and every guru you follow tells you, no, you got to use Podbean. No, you got to use Simplecast. No, you got to use Anchor or whatever. Right. Yep. And so when I go into course creation, which one's free, which one's paid, how much is it? What do yep. I get with it? And you're like, Ugh. so with that, what is your recommendation to someone starting out? Use something free. That's my first recommendation. Depending on how many people you have in your course, you don't need some like hundred dollar a month platform. You don't need that. We used Kajabi for a little while because we thought that that was the best. And then I slowly learned that that is not exactly what I always need. I can use something simple. So in WordPress, if you have a WordPress site, there's a little plugin called Learn Dash which is great if you ever want to sell the course, because then you can take it off the platform and sell the content. Another great one is 
Thinkific. Thinkific is cheaper than Kajabi. It's cheaper than all the other ones that I've seen. And it's, it works well. You can use like some really high-end ones like ClickFunnels that are supposed to be all-in-ones, but they're not really all-in-one because you still need other things. So if you, my personal opinion is if you already have a WordPress site, just use the Learn Dash plugin because then it belongs to you. If that platform ever gets shut down, it's easier to take it off WordPress than any other, any other platform. So that's my suggestion. Okay, what if I don't have WordPress? Thinkific. Thinkific. So a while ago when I started building my course, I put everything in, what was it? Teachable? Is that, is that? Yeah. Okay. I built everything in there. Like I wasn't done, but I had put the whole framework in there. I had titled everything, put everything in there and then something happened and it all deleted. Yeah. And I shut down like emotionally, mentally, everything. I had spent so much time doing it. Then I started praying about it. I'm like, okay, you obviously, you know, this isn't right. Right. And I I just, I really, I had to pray about it. I had to figure it out because I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I'm not supposed to be a podcast coach. Maybe like, I don't know what I'm doing again, not my wheelhouse. Right. But here we are. And I'm like, no, I know in my knower without a doubt, like this is what I'm supposed to do. And I also feel like sometimes when you can't see it in the moment, but like looking back, like I had to have that happen in order for me to coach and teach better because I've made those mistakes where I feel like when you're trying to portray, like, I know everything, I've got it all figured out. Uh, you know, look at me, I'm this great podcaster and you know, that's why you want to work with me. But I was like, no, in order for me to teach you and coach you better, now I have some mistakes under my belt and say, don't do what I did. Right. <laughs> right. With trusting God's timing. Like when last year, when I was trying to do all the things and then knowing like it just got deleted, I don't know why, but I really took it as a sign of like, not yet, not right yeah. now. Like, this is what I want you to do, but not but, yet. Yeah. And now and that's, it's not always like how it works. Like you, you don't see it while you're in it, but then when you look back, you're like, oh, that's what you were up to. Yeah. So now going and, and seeing where we're at with season two and what's, what's happening and all the things and meeting you and like power partner, hello. I'm like, that's why this was never supposed to be my doing. Like exactly filling in the content, putting it together. Yeah, that's yeah. me. But the tech yeah at me and I like I just look at how much time I spent trying to do all the things that are not in my wheelhouse and it's more frustrating than anything else and when I get that frustrated I shut down I know I'm not alone in that one Um, yes yeah so it's like okay we can we can sit here and we can think about okay I got to do all the things and I think a lot of people in the entrepreneur space especially try to save as much money as possible because they know their expenses. And I think like what you said is, you know, the just start, like you need to do it, like you need to get in the alignment, get going and start with the free stuff. (laughs) Oh, I stink and love you. I'm so glad that you came on the podcast. I'm glad you had me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Wouldn't miss it. I, I need the world to know who you are because I think you are absolutely amazing. Thank so you. what do you think is like your favorite part of 
the course creation part. This is going to sound super nerdy, but it's like getting all the pieces together and putting them in order. So that way, when somebody gets on your course, they can like go through it very quickly or strategically. Right. So like, like, you know, like you want to do a course on, I don't know how to make a sandwich. Right. So like, I really like saying, all right, pick out the bread first instead of like, all right, pick out the jelly first or just figure out what the right flow is and getting it done so that way it's not only logical to you as the person who's creating the course and teaching the course, but to somebody who is going to receive the information. So like getting it all married together and making it look all nice and all the pieces all together and you know, getting all the worksheets out there and then making sure that when somebody comes to buy the course, the page looks good and like all the pieces that go behind the scenes of like, you know, it's paying out correctly, they're getting, tagged in your email sequence so that way you know that they've already bought just all the back end really nerdy stuff is my kind of favorite part i know that's not only somebody else's favorite part <laughs> that is what makes you you that that's what you're the tech person like that should make you that's not my favorite part i mean like I, the final result i would want that would be great yeah um, for that's not my favorite part but i'm not the tech person <laughs> it's not supposed to be my favorite part right <laughs> so if you were to start your own course right now which method would you use for launching right now i would use the live launch method for me because in my mind a lot of people i don't have enough people on my email list to go evergreen unless i was like with you you're on a podcast and you have episodes coming out all the time so it'd be easy for you to say you know go check out my course, go check out my course. But with me, I don't have a big platform yet. So I, once I get a bigger platform, I think I would do Evergreen. But right now I would do live launch because, I don't know. Plus it's fun, it's like it's like a wedding. It's like, get all the pieces together and then you're just like, boom, wedding day. <laughs> I would not describe that as a wedding day. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I, I do think it's fun and I love like the, the hype and the buildup and the excitement of it. That is fun. And I think that's one thing I would miss doing evergreen. Yeah. What's your least favorite part? My least favorite part would be all the stuff I'm not good at. So like naming the course or getting the color scheme, right. Or doing the words for the launch, the copywriting, that part is really hard for me because it takes a different part of my brain to like really I have to like be in the mood and like the sun has to be right. And like, it's just not, not my favorite. I don't like that part. See, that's why we're such a good match. <laughs> you the, you the tech, I do the word. Like we just, yeah. Yeah. What are you currently working on right now for yourself? So in my business, I'm working on doing a six week deep dive into strategies and fundamentals to get somebody started, not really started, but get somebody really clear on what they are doing and then get their first like three months of steps down. So that way they know exactly where they're going to scale their business. And if that includes a launch, that also includes that. So I do launch course services. I do launch like strategy sessions and stuff like that. So that way people can be like, all right, I have been doing group coaching for X number of years. I'm ready to do something 
so I can clear up my calendar better because I've grown out of one-on-one, I'm growing out of group coaching. My next step is a course. So I help them with the course, creation, launching, all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. All right. So if someone wants to work with you, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Jeanette.Peterson or at my website, Jeanette Peterson. So you spell it like Jean, like, like you're wearing a pair of jeans and then et, E-T-T-E. A lot of people will try and put two ends in my name, one N, Jean et, Peterson, S-O-N. And we, we also need to let people know that my baby's middle name is Jeanette. And so when we met, I was like, oh my God, is this meant to be? Is there anything else that you wanted to add that maybe we didn't touch on? No. No. I mean, you even you even brought a little mini sermon. You hey. <laughs> love it. I, think, I didn't even know that was coming. That was all God today. <laughs> and that was much needed. And I'm glad because yes, I think so many people need to hear that. And I think that will help whoever is struggling to know, like, okay, maybe I'm struggling because I'm not in alignment. Like yeah. take a step back, take a day or two off. And if it's not for you, it's not going to be for you. Like just because someone's telling you, you have to do it this way. Like most people I think right now are pushing towards the evergreen. And you just said, no, I would do a live launch. Like if that's what you want to do, do it that way. If you don't want to do a live launch and that scares the heebie-jeebies out of you, then do, I mean, yes. And that's okay. It's got to work work for you. you. Yes. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. You are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening in to The Amy Williams Show. For more about this episode or how you can start your own podcast, go check out theamywilliams.com. If you have a moment, would you please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher? It's seriously one of the biggest compliments you could give. Also, come find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok using the handle at The Amy Williams Show. Can't wait to see you over there. And don't forget, you are not made for a small life. It's time for you to go after it and live out your purpose. See you next week.